Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a new podcast series I'm putting out, the Opinion Release Papers. FCPA Opinion Releases are a very useful tool that is baked into the statute, the FCPA itself. You can ask questions to the Department of Justice that are fact-based scenarios about an action your company would like to engage in and get an opinion back. These provide a great source of information for the compliance practitioner, in addition to being useful to the companies that utilize them. Over this series, I'm going to visit opinion releases and mine those for the facts of the presented to the Department of Justice and what the resolution was. Today, we take up opinion release 1402, where the issue is, does a company which purchases an entity engaging in bribery and corruption have liability for the conduct prior to the time of the purchase. Opinion Release 1402, Dislinking the Illegal Conduct Going Forward. One of my favorite words in the context of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act is dislinking. I find it a useful adjective in explaining how certain conduct by a company must be separated from the winning of business. But it works on so many different levels when discussing the FCPA. I thought about this concept when I read the second opinion release of 2014, that being 1402. This opinion release directly answers many questions. FCPA naysayers have long incorrectly claimed about how companies step into FCPA liability through mergers and acquisitions. The opinion release noted that the requester was a multinational U.S. company. The requester desired to acquire a foreign consumer products company and its wholly owned subsidiary, both of which are incorporated and operate in a foreign country, never having issued securities in the United States and never having been subject to FCPA jurisdiction. The target had negligible business conducts, contacts in the U.S., including no direct sales or distributors of their products. In the course of the pre-acquisition due diligence of the target, the requester identified a number of likely improper payments by the target to the foreign government, as well as substantial weaknesses in accounting and record keeping. In light of the bribery and other concerns identified in the due diligence process, requester also detailed a plan for remedial pre-acquisition measures and post-acquisition integration steps. Requester sought a from the department an opinion as to whether the department would then bring an FCPA action against the requester for the target's pre-acquisition bribery and corruption. It is specifically noted that the requester did not seek an opinion from the Department of Justice as to the requester's criminal liability for any post-acquisition conduct by the target. In preparing for the acquisition, the requester undertook due diligence aimed at identifying, among other things, potential legal and compliance concerns at the target. The requester retained an experienced forensic accounting firm to carry out the due diligence review. This review brought to light evidence of apparent improper payments as well as substantial accounting weaknesses and poor record keeping. The accounting form firm reviewed approximately 1,300 transactions with a total value of $12.9 million over 100000 of those transactions, $100,000 worth, in transactions that raised compliance issues. The vast majority of these transactions involve payments to government officials related to obtaining permits and licenses. Other transactions involve gifts and cash donations to the government in question, charitable contributions and sponsorships, and payments to members of the state-controlled media to minimize negative publicity. 
None of these payments, gifts, donations, and contributions or sponsorships occurred in the United States, and none were by or through a U.S. person or issuer, and apparently none went through a U.S. bank. The due diligence showed that the target had significant record-keeping deficiencies. Nonetheless, the documentary records did not support the vast majority of cash payments and gifts to government officials and the charitable contributions. There were expenses that were improperly and inaccurately classified. It was specifically noted that the accounting records were so disorganized that the accounting firm was unable to physically locate or identify many of the underlying records for the tested transactions. Finally, the target had not developed or implemented a code of conduct or other compliance policies and procedures, nor did the target employees show an adequate understanding of the awareness of anti-bribery laws and regulations. The requester presented several post-closing steps to begin to remediate the target's weaknesses prior to the plan closing in 2015. The requester aimed to complete the full integration of the target into the requester's compliance and reporting structure within one year of closing. The requester had set forth an integration schedule of the target that included various risk mitigation steps, dissemination, and training with regard to compliance procedures and policies standardization of business relationships with the third parties, and formalization of the target's accounting and record-keeping in accordance with the requester's policies and applicable law. So what was a DOJ analysis? Well, the Department of Justice began with a black-letter statement of the law when it said, it is a basic principle of corporate law that that a company assumes certain liabilities when merging with or acquiring another company. In a situation such as this, where a purchaser acquires the stock or seller and integrates the target into its operations, successor liability may be conferred upon the purchaser for the acquired entity's pre-existing criminal and civil liabilities, including, for example, FCPA violations of the target. However, this is tempered by the following from the 2012 FCPA guidance. Successor liability does not, however, create liability where none existed before. For example, if an issuer were to acquire a foreign government that was not foreign company, rather, that was not previously subject to the FCPA's jurisdiction, the mere acquisition of that foreign company would not retroactively create FCPA liability for the acquiring issuer. This means that because none of the payments were made in the United States, none went through the U.S. banking system, none involved a U.S. person or entity, uh, that this would not lead to creation of liability for the acquiring company. Moreover, there would be no continuing or ongoing illegal conduct going forward because no contracts or assets were determined to which, which have been acquired through the bribery and which would remain in operation from which the requester would derive financial benefit following the acquisition. Therefore, there would be no jurisdiction under the FCPA to prosecute any person or entity involved in the acquisition. The DOJ also provided the following information. To be sure, the department encourages companies engaging in mergers and acquisitions to conduct thorough risk-based FCPA and anti-corruption due diligence, implement the acquiring company's code of conduct and anti-corruption policies as quickly as is practicable, conduct FCPA and other relevant training, for the acquired entities, directors, and employees, as well as third-party agents and partners. Conduct an FCPA-specific audit of the, inquire, of the acquired entity as quickly as is practicable. Disclose to the department any corrupt pre- payments discovered during the due diligence process. And here, adherence to these elements by the requester may, among several other factors, determine whether and how the department would seek to impose post-acquisition successor liability in the case of a putative violation. So what does all this mean? 
Well, Mike Volkoff calls it reading the tea leaves when it comes to what information the DOJ is communicating. However, sometimes I think it is far simpler than that. First and foremost, Opinion Release 1402 communicates that there is no such thing as springing liability to an acquiring company in the FCPA context, nor thing as simple as buying an FCPA violation simply through an acquisition only. There must be continuing conduct for the FCPA liability to arise. Most clearly, beginning with FCPA guidance, the DOJ and Securities and Exchange Commission have communicated what companies need to do in an FCPA environment. While many compliance practitioners have only focused on the post-acquisition integration and remediation, the clear import of Opinion Release 1402 was to emphasize the importance of the pre-acquisition phase. Your due diligence must be in the, or rather begin in, the pre-acquisition phase. The steps taken by the requester in this opinion release demonstrate that some of the concrete steps you can take. Some of these techniques you can use in the pre-acquisition phase include having your internal or external legal accounting compliance departments review the target's sales and financial data, its customer contracts, and its third-party distributor agreements, performing a risk-based analysis of the target's customer base, performing an audit of selected transactions engaged by the target, engaging in a discussion with the target's general counsel, vice president of sales, head of internal audit, all regarding corruption risks and compliance efforts, and other major corruption-related issues that have surfaced at the target, say, for the past 10 years. Whether you can make these inquiries or not, you will also need to engage in post-acquisition integration and remediation. Opinion Release 1402 provides you with some of the steps you need to perform after the transaction is closed. If you cannot perform any or even do a adequate pre-acquisition due diligence, then the timeframes you put in place after the acquisition closes will need to be compressed to make sure that you are not continuing any nefarious FCPA conduct going forward. It all turns on dislinking. Dislinking the conduct that was going on before you bought them, which violated the FCPA, from the actions you and your company take after acquisition. Because remember, if a company was engaging in FCPA violations before you bought them and continues to do so after you've acquired and integrated them. It is no longer they who are engaging in FCPA violations, but you. If a target is engaging in conduct that violates the FCPA, but the target is not subject to the jurisdiction of the FCPA, you simply cannot allow this conduct to continue. If you do allow such conduct to continue, you will have bought yourself an FCPA violation as your company will be actively engaged and engaging and participating in an FCPA violation. On the business perspective or from the business angle, think about it in terms of the following. If a company has substantial assets, contracts, or sales because they've engaged in bribery and corruption and you stop that conduct uh, at the time of acquisition, that acquisition is going to have much less value to you. Your purchase price will be far too high and you may not sustain any benefits going forward. That's the final takeaway I derive from Opinion Release 1402. This is an important case, and even more importantly, the concepts set forth in 1402 were in the summer of 2018 enshrined in the U.S. Attorney's Manual around mergers and acquisitions. So now there's a safe harbor. If you take these steps as laid out in 1402, you should study them. If you engage in M&A work, you need to incorporate them into your M&A plan, your compliance program, 
and compliance team need to be a part of your M&A plan going forward. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this opinion release papers episode, and I hope you'll join me again for another episode when we take a data mining into the opinion releases from the Department of Justice around the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. The opinion release papers is a special presentation in the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.